Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We're your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. What episode is this? This is episode number 187. Amazing. We're almost 200. 187. Yeah, dude. It's going to be, uh, we're going to have to come up with some plans, make a party of it. This week, we're going to talk about Titanfall's campaign. Yeah. And put a rating on that thing. Titanfall 2! Yep. And Titanfall 1 didn't really have a campaign. This is Titanfall 2. Exactly. No one would think we were reviewing Titanfall 1. <laughs> You're that about was, that three wasn't years even, too late, guys. It was confusing at all. Um, so we're going to review that. We're also going to talk about the uh, Game Awards. Yeah. And um, some announcements from PSX. Yeah. So what have you been up to this week, John? So I have been up to... Very little, mm. entertainment-wise. Uh, yes. We, like, literally, like, right after the podcast last week, we went up to uh, celebrate Christmas with some family, and then we went down to Harry Potter World and uh, and Animal Kingdom over the weekend. So, nice. Chris, I have to report back and say I was sorely disappointed what? about the amount of Fantastic Beasts theming in the theme park. Like, you there was missed. nothing. What? Like, there was nothing Good. there. No, I was uh, like I expected there to be like I mean other things. I don't no, know. No, that very doesn't strange. have anything to do with Hogwarts. No, but like Diagon Alley or something. Or like Diagon Alley. I guess you're right because they're in completely in different locations. But like even in the uh, even in the shop where like you could buy creatures, I expected there to be a Niffler, Chris. Ah, uh, there was no Niffler. Yeah. I mean that would be cool. But there was no Niffler. There was nothing. There was no no none of the beasts that were featured in the in the movie were represented anywhere in the parks. See, I'm okay with that. See, I'm not. And this Chris. is why. Okay. Hit me. Because in order to do that, it would have to be taking up space that should be occupied by Harry Potter things. True. Yeah. True. Um, but dude, it was really fun. It was I I, I experienced uh, a like that park again for the second time. We've only been there once mm. before, and uh, it was super fun this time as well, dude. I, that that stuff is ridiculously amazing. Um, like the way that they fully dedicate to the whole thing. But That's I awesome. did bring back. Ooh. What? Some every flavor beans, Chris. Oh my goodness! That we're gonna have to eat on this podcast. Every here. flavor. Yeah. So this is the thing, Chris. I'm subjecting us to this, and uh, because like what kind of flavors? There's we gonna be about? delicious flavors, but there also could be some kind of gross flavors. So we're gonna oh we're gonna goodness. be eating some of these throughout the podcast here. Take one, Chris. Take one. <laughs> like, what does it say? What? Color well, we have are? a little in like an insert here, and you can you can figure out what they are. That but I have weird. I have promptly um, promptly not looked at it, and I took it out of the box. Like you can you could figure out what they are. Mm, that one's good. Uh, well, what what color was it? It's like a speckled pink. A speckled pink. That's tutti frutti. Mm. Mm-hmm. So let me uh, let me grab one out of there. Just just blindly pick one for me. Oh here here. No. Oh let me see. I'm gonna grab the. Grab something like this. Okay, so I've got two in my hands here. I've got one that's kind of a red thing, and one that's uh, that's a suspicious yellow and uh, and white. Yeah, that probably doesn't bode well. Ooh, yeah, that's not good. What is that? Oh, ooh, yellow, ooh. And, yellow and white. Ooh, that is not good. Oh, it's rotten egg. Mm. Oh, gross, John. Mm. Oh my gosh. See, I don't mm, want any more of yummy. these. Yummy. Oh, that's so bad. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so let me eat the red one. Mm. I would say these are gross sounds. Judging from from that, it would be cherry, and I am right. Correct. This is a blue one. (laughs) What did you get? (laughs) What you got? 
It tastes like Windex or something. Okay. I don't know. So that one's supposed to be blueberry. That's the only blue one in there mm-hmm. is blueberry. So let me read the flavors. Instead of subjecting ourselves to this, let me read some of the flavors. We've got uh, bogeys. Mm-hmm. Or boogies. Boogers. Yes, boogers. boogies. How, they say bogeys on the, on the movies. That's why I well, pronounced you know. it that way. Earwax. Oh. Black pepper. Green apple. Banana. Earthworm. Vomit. Marshmallow, rotten egg, soap, blueberry, cinnamon, watermelon, cherry, dirt, candy floss. What is candy floss? No idea. I don't know either. Sausage. Oh, gosh. Um, Sherbet, lemon, grass, tutti frutti, and cherry. So I think that you lucked out both times that you pulled it because there are the majority of those are sound disgusting. Yeah, I don't don't want any more of these. I'm uh, I'm done with them. <laughs> we'll do one per segment, Chris. <laughs> like it, I feel like I'm pushing it, and I and I, I think I, I can't remember which one I had, but you know, like there's the Jones sodas that are like turkey and gravy. Oh, that's right. And like mashed potatoes, green beans. Like I forget which one I had. I feel it was like the turkey and gravy one I had, and that was like whatever. It's weird because it's carbonated, so like it kind of masks the like grossness of it a little bit. For like, sure. I feel like if you carbonate anything. Like, to some extent, you could drink it, you know? That's true. Like, you could stomach it, at least. That's true. But Like, at least you can focus on the bubbles. Well, that, yeah, like, I mean, carbonation, uh, I don't know. Like, and I just, I just like soda in general, but, like, I feel like carbonation, like, so say this was super sour and would upset your stomach, but the carbonation kind of, like, calms it. Plus, yeah. the carbonation ends up tasting kind of, uh, like, sodium anyway. Yeah. Which is interesting. Um, even though there's not like, not necessarily more sodium in there, it's just like carbonation tastes like that. Yeah, it's just the the flavor of that. Yeah, yeah and so uh, yeah, like it masks a lot of things. Whereas this is just like straight up flavor. <laughs> it's like it's like <laughs> sugary. Like that's the thing is like the first one that I got it started off with it was initially like sugar. It's like and the then sugar it got coating really bad. Yeah, yeah. It was the rotten egg one. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I don't. Ugh. I don't want any of those. <laughs> so that is that, Chris. <laughs> that is what I, I've been playing a little bit of Pokemon uh, Sun as well, uh, but not getting nearly as far as like if I just sat down for a day and played it, that sort yeah. of thing. But uh, just playing it a little bit every night, that sort of thing. It's it's yeah. a really fun game. Like I like some of the improve, improvements. I do miss some of the things that were in Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, but I haven't quite figured out. Like I haven't unlocked everything exactly, like all of the different features. But uh, so it might still be in there, but just later in the game. Yeah. So anyway, that's what I've been up to. What have you been up to this week, Chris? Um, I have been up to um, not a whole lot. Over the weekend, I got a chance to sit down and play the Titanfall campaign, which was awesome. Um, so I uh, played a lot of that. Um, also, I uh, got, got together with uh, some friends for a birthday party, and uh, we played some Rocket League, um, played um, some Cards Against Humanity. Um, nice. Played, what else? I think that's it, honestly. We just did those two games. Um, and then I like literally like spent the rest of the weekend with uh, with Titanfall two. Nice. And um, but I've also been getting back into like I kind of took like maybe I don't know a week or two break uh, from Disney Emoji Blitz. Oh yeah. I'm all over that thing again. Dude, I, uh, I I was playing that. That's the one thing that I would play like you know two times a day still. You know. Yeah. Wake up, do it. Go to bed, do it. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. See, I've, I'm addicted. It's it's one of those things like that that you just every time you get a chance you're like oh I should do that yeah, like I'm thinking about it right now I'm like I bet you <laughs> my jewels are replenished or my lives are replenished so here's uh, a tip for anyone who's playing Disney Emoji Blitz right first before, of all friend me 
Right, right, exactly. Because <laughs> I, you got dog get, emoji. Yeah, I have like seven friends on Facebook who are uh, like, because you connected with your Facebook, which, um, but I wish you could just add friends a la carte in yeah. the, in there. Anyway, but the uh, they're all back, all my lives. So if you start one right now, Chris, and yeah. pause it immediately, yeah. it'll start replenishing, uh, and so that way you get to play six times uh, whenever you pick it up. Anyway, cool. that's the fun tip. That's the tip is like, hey, if you just have a life but you can't play right now, um, start it. And then it will replenish, and you'll have five plus the one that you literally just started. I might be playing right now. Um, <laughs> you might be. I'm pretty sure you are. I can see your thumb swiping, Chris. <laughs> I mean, I could be searching web pages <laughs> and swiping like left and right, uh, and yeah. up, rather than just up and down. I don't uh, yeah. know, man. Well, let me just do up and down then. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only gonna do up and down. Hey, so have you gotten the challenges where? Um, there's a fun one where, like, at the end of the game, like at the end of each round, it gives you uh, the 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 summary, which says, "Oh, this is how many points you did. Congratulations, good job, or whatever." Yeah. Um, and the balloons go up. There oh, was a no. challenge that I got where it said, "Collect twenty coins by popping the balloons." Wait, you can pop the balloons? I didn't know that until I got that challenge, what? and you totally can. And you get you get coins? Yeah, one coin per balloon, and they're hard to get, but uh, but you can you can definitely use your uh, your what? quick thumb action and just bah, 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 pop, seems pop. ridiculous i can usually get like four maybe five at the end of each round and so you get an additional like five coins per round that way i haven't gotten over a million points yet but i did um i did get uh eight hundred thousand earlier dude we were duking it out in last week's leaderboards i think I, like it was it was one of those yeah we were we were for sure um I mean, you're, and, you're able to get like over a million right yeah now, i have so. i have one I, my fozzy emoji is uh, is uh, actually leveled up, and it's a really good one. So it's uh, it's the one I try to like default to. Yeah. See, the, the only one I've leveled up is the uh, Kermit the Frog one, and it's terrible. <laughs> I hate that one. So the Fozzie one uh, basically takes all the Fozzies or most of the, a certain number of Fozzies that are on the board and yeah. removes them. So it's essentially like a uh, like an extra star power up that'll just I get rid of a lot of them. The balloons. So yeah, I know, right? That's weird. It's so strange, and they don't tell you that until that challenge, and that's way later on. So yeah, yeah fun tip yeah. if you're just starting out with Disney Emoji Blitz. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Chris. Uh, so so you've been playing lots of Titanfall, been playing lots of Disney Emoji Blitz. Yep, that's it. So we'll talk about Titanfall in a minute. Yep. But first, the news. The news. All right, Chris. Here's the thing. Yeah. Because I was gone like all weekend, and yep. I don't know if you've heard this. I don't know if you know this, but in Central Illinois, Verizon has problems with LTE coverage. That's a bummer. Um, it was in just rural Illinois, and uh, and man, I I unless I had Wi-Fi, I basically didn't have any uh, any internet service whatsoever. So I couldn't really keep up to date with the news. And then on Monday and Tuesday, I was in uh, in theme parks, and so it's not like I'm you know gonna be checking my phone while there's magical things that are happening all around me, and uh, and that sort of thing. F- fun thing here. Here's something fun from the trip I, I didn't mention earlier. The uh, the hotel we were at, we stayed at a Universal Hotel this time, like a resort, mm-hmm. and uh, they, it was one with a lazy river that was open until 11 p.m. That's amazing. So whenever everybody had gone to sleep, and I was still awake because I'm a night owl, <laughs> um, I was like, well, guess I'm going to go hit the lazy river. So I went down and hit the lazy river late night, and it was amazing. It was super fun, just like laying back, <laughs> That's awesome. floating around, looking at the palm trees pass by overhead or as i was passing beneath them it was good it was really fun 
Anyway, so the news. I like I said, I haven't heard almost anything about. But we're going to talk the about news. PSX. There was just a couple a couple announcements out of there that I wanted to cover. Perfect. Yeah, and uh, then we'll talk about the Game Awards. The Game Awards. The big announcement out of PSX, obviously, is uh, well, two announcements. Um, Uncharted Four is getting some story DLC, standalone story DLC um, that'll probably cost about fifteen bucks. They're calling it a chapter, so it's probably going to be you know maybe like. Hour and a half, two hours long. However, you know, like that's how usually like an Uncharted chapter normally is. Yeah. Um, and uh, didn't so, the Last of Us, the, the Last of Us, have some standalone story DLC? Or had something? some standalone. Uh, I don't remember if it was standalone, but it was for sure story DLC. Okay. Uh, and it was a prequel to the actual game. That's right. Um, and uh, but that's uh, speaking of Last of Us, Last of Us Two. Boom. It's happening. I did see that. I actually saw the trailer for this one, um, yeah. and it was just this so, this morning I, I saw it. I'm now bummed out that I didn't finish The Last of Us. I'm just going to admit to everyone I didn't finish The Last of Us. I got halfway through, and then got distracted by something, and never finished it. So I need to go back, finish The Last of Us 2, or Last of Us. What were you distracted by? I'm just just curious. Like What There's, would that have been? I mean, I mean to be completely honest, like I was playing the... Uh, the remastered version on PS4 around the same time that we were all enthralled with Destiny. Hmm. So it was Destiny's fault. Yeah. Also, speaking of Destiny, I wasn't planning on making or uh, talking about this. I forgot about it. Oh yeah. Sparrow Racing's coming back. That's right. With two new tracks, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, that confused me though. Is it only two new tracks, or is it going to have the old tracks in it? I think it'll have the two. I I think. Don't like I, I can't confirm because again this is just hearsay from a Twitter friend that it will have. We could probably look it up. <laughs> I could right? probably look it up. I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Chris, there's no way to so find. You're, out. you're thinking it's additional. I'm thinking, like, it's I'm thinking there's going to be four tracks. Total. That'd be sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, like uh, Last of Us Two happening. It's probably not coming out for a while. Um. I think they said like they were uh, in very early stages of this, and so. Honestly, like I find it interesting that they announce something this or like I'm, you know, everyone does this. Everybody does this, and obviously it's like, well, we want to hype everybody, especially at our own event. We want to hype them with something that they're gonna love. But I'm like, how much time did you actually spend on this? Like, <laughs> feel like that could have been dedicated somewhere else. Yeah. But, um, and I'm I'm still all for like games, like not being an, like I'm surprised that Red Dead Redemption, two is has was announced a year out. Yeah. Like I for sure thought that it'd be something like, okay. E3 announce it out that fall, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. Kind of like a pull a Fallout 4. Like, there's only a few developers who could do it. Naughty Dog could do it with Last of Us, you know. Uh, 2K could do it with GTA and Red Dead if they wanted to. Right. Um, you could try to think about it. I mean, aside from the annualized games that you kind of expect every single year. Yeah, I mean, they do it every year. You know, you think about, right. like, the, the next Call of Duty won't be announced until, right. like, you know, April there's, or May. There's, there's been some interesting things that have happened lately that we haven't talked about, and so maybe we can talk about those real fast. But, like, yeah, they're for sure, like, uh, the Call of Duty comes out every year, but... That was my uh, Bluetooth speaker turning off. That's there's that not was, uh, there's not a mysterious bongo player that, that has walked jungle in. Jungle tribe coming after me. <laughs> Just somebody walks in with a couple of congas. Some uh, flashbacks. It's great, dude. <laughs> what is it on uh, Rocket Man? Is like the Hutu uprising. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, dude, I haven't thought about Rocket Man in a long time. That movie's hilarious. I mean, have like, you have you thought about how like Arrival is basically Rocket Man? See, I never saw Arrival. I want to. No, see not it. Arrival. Sorry, not Arrival. Uh, the one with um, Jessica. <laughs> No, hang on. The Martian? Jennifer Lawrence and um, Chris Pratt that's coming oh, out. Oh, that's right. What is, what is called? that called? Is it called Visitors? No. No. no not Visitors. No, that's, that's, a, that's a horror movie, I think. Um, <laughs> um, I what is that called? called? Oh, Chris. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up, too. Okay. 
So, but anyway, that's basically Rocket Man. Like, <laughs> they're waking up early from their sleep pods, 10 years early or something like that, or 50 years early is what it is. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and they just have to, like, come up with things to do. Rather than, you know, five minutes or whatever it was for him. Right. <laughs> 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Right. I can't, I can't even remember. <laughs> the, uh, the, the funny thing, like, the whole sock puppet thing. Like, I mean, yeah. I don't think they're probably going to be, you know, Chris yeah. Pratt's probably not going to be doing sock puppets. I don't know why. Every single time I laugh when he gets out and he's like, oh, three-year-old morning breath. <laughs> like, it's been 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, oh, you know, geez. so like, basically EA has uh, said like, uh, n- next year they're focusing on Battlefront. So there's not going to be a Battlefield game next year. Hmm. Um, so, like that's interesting. Like I think we kind of expected that, but didn't we get Hardline and Battlefront in the same year last year? Uh, basically, because we had well, Hardline was delayed out of the year prior. Like it was supposed yeah, to be right. holiday, and it came out like in the spring, right? And so, so. they delayed it. They did a beta the, the year, and then they they did the uh, Hardline the actual was a great game. game. Did you play the campaign of Hardline? Hardline, no, I didn't. I heard, oh, I heard it was really good though because yeah. they had uh, it had like the different different storylines, like different like TV show episodes, basically. Yeah, and oh, and that wasn't like the the. I think you could change like there was like a. I don't even remember if it did have choices in it or not, but like, I think there was like an alternate ending or something like that, maybe. But like, that part wasn't necessarily like. I mean, that was just kind of like, well, look, it's a TV show. But like, the the story was what was cool. Like, it, it reminded me a lot of like a cross between like True Detective, and you know, a, a man. I don't know. In Miami Vice, you know, like that's that's a weird combination, but that's kind of what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fairly. I want to see that mashup, Chris. Yes, I'm gonna watch this. Um, and so, like, uh, it was a really fun campaign. Um, and then there's not, there's still not a uh, Assassin's Creed. There's not an Assassin's Creed next year. That's um, right. Still not. You know, not yet. Anyway, not, not the, nothing that they've announced. They've, they've, uh, the setting has been leaked. It's gonna be Egypt. Yeah, is the rumor. Uh, but we don't know when it is. And they, they basically like Ubisoft said, hey, we're bringing it back whenever the time's right. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, that's good. I'm glad that they're. You know, going to get their franchise right. It was kind of dumb that that kind of a game was annualized anyway. You know, mm. forty plus hour game every single year, and you're not fixing the the things that people uh, want fixed on it. But um, yeah, some interesting moves there. So the uh, the Sparrow Racing is two new tracks in addition to the other ones. That yes. was uh, via the PlayStation blog. I found that one there. So um, but that's yeah. awesome. Um, and then I'm looking for the name of that movie right now. Mm. Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Exactly. In space. In space. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, dude! Muppets. Uh, what is it? Muppets from space or something? Muppets in space. Muppets in space. Like that was one of my favorite things, dude. That was such a fun movie. Yeah. Even like because like they have the uh, whenever all the Gonzos show up, it's just just yeah. a party. So much fun. As soon as you find this, we can move on to the. Pe- I know passengers the- is what it's passengers, called. Passengers. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Passengers. Oh my gosh, passengers. What if they'll uh, drop their their medals down the toilet <laughs> and go diving after them, and get blue all over you? If they do not sing, he's got the whole world in his hands. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna be disappointed. And if they don't compare the Earth to a to a giant, giant blueberry. blueberry. <laughs> if I was writing a space movie, I would like make that like reference. <laughs> you have to, dude. You have to, or or uh, put boxers as a flag somewhere. Like if that doesn't happen, <laughs> yes. Or, or okay this is what i would do this is what i would do like if i was making like say something like the martian you know yeah in yeah. one of the shots where like you know there's always plaques of people's faces around you know, yes. hanging on the wall i would have his face hanging on the wall oh, somewhere oh my goodness just like just just that one frame easter egg yeah 
That'd be fantastic. Or like one frame in the background behind some rocks or whatever, have the flag with his boxers on them, like yeah. back way back in the background or something. All right. So what we're going to do right now, we're going to talk about the game awards. We're going to talk about the, uh, the nominees and the winners. Yeah. So we're going to start with the big one. The big one. Game of the year. Jumping right the in. The nominees Chris. were Doom, Inside, Titanfall 2, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, and Overwatch. The winner is Overwatch. That one surprised me, but then again, it didn't surprise me. I think it was the most surprising, not surprise in, yeah, that I had. I was surprised, but like whenever I'm looking at the like the only other one that I could think could have taken it, probably. Like I think Inside could have taken it. Yeah. But like Uncharted 4, pro- possibly, but the, I think because Overwatch is cross-platform that's why that makes that more appealing yeah and um, these were jury selected right and i think that like the uh the idea of overwatch like coming out earlier in the year like yeah. it came out before almost any of those games and like yeah. so more people have probably played it it's way more accessible like you don't have to spend hours and hours to understand like what's going on and that sort of thing you just have to spend maybe you know i mean to really re- understand the depth of it you definitely have to spend hours and hours yeah but uh to, to just kind of get in and have a good time it's the easiest game to do that in. You so know? The, the description of this is recognizing a game. Game of the year is recognizing a game that delivers the absolute best experience across all creative and technical fields. Hmm. Next uh, category, best studio game direction, recognizing a studio for outstanding creative vision and innovation and a game direction and design. Uh, the It's uh, a long one, man. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's just best studio game direction. Right. Is the award. Uh, the nominees were Blizzard, Dice, id Software, Naughty Dog, and Respawn. Blizzard was the uh, winner of that yep. for Overwatch. Cleaning up, man. Yep. Best narrative. Uh, it's for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in the game. Uh, the nominees were Firewatch, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, Inside, Mafia 3, and Oxenfree. Uh, I, I, need to, I still need to play, so I downloaded Inside. Right. I So it's sitting on my console ready to mm-hmm. play. I need to play Oxenfree and Firewatch. Yeah. And I have Uncharted 4 sitting there that I have not played yet. So literally, this entire uh, category you could play right now. I, I could I could play this right now. Yeah. Um, the winner in Uncharted 4: Thief's End. Cool. I mean, and like you said, that makes sense because like I feel like a lot of people, it's the fourth one. A lot of people yeah. probably w- yeah. were super invested in it. So yeah. Uh, best art direction. It's for outstanding creative and technical achievement in artistic design and animation. Hmm. The nominees were. Abzu, Firewatch, Inside, Overwatch, Uncharted 4, Thief's End. The winner is Inside. Cool. Um, looking forward to playing that. I'm going to, like, so. Around, Fultron around has Christmas, been raving about it. Around Christmas, I have 10 days off. Ooh. And I'm going to spend a lot of those catching up on entertainment that I've wanted to catch up on all year. I like it. And Inside is one of them. Do it. Best music, sound design for outstanding audio, inclusive of score, original song, licensed soundtrack, and sound design. The nominees were Battlefield 1, Inside, Doom, Res Infinite, and Thumper. The winner is Doom. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I played the demo of Doom. Uh, actually, I played the first uh, first level of Doom. Is what they. Uh, it was like a free first level weekend or something like that. Interesting. We about in the podcast. But yeah, it's fantastic. I really want to pick that up. Uh, I just have way too many other games to play before I dive into another first person shooter that I need to dedicate 20 hours to. Right. Well, especially like, and I guess, you know, 
games like that where it's like hey i'm gonna play the campaign and then be done it's like that's no different than like playing a, a 60 dollar like uncharted or a 60 dollar like uh quantum break or yeah. something like that you know it's and i played the quantum well, the break thing, this we, year. It was like, great. i feel like the game awards they come in a weird time it's like it's december sure. and i know like they're trying to get out there before the holiday season because then like it gets buried but i and like i, I feel like you know like well what game should i buy for our someone for christmas well which one won this you know like that kind of thing right. it's kind of like a marketing kind of push too but i feel like you know like this should happen sometime in like january but you, we usually do our like our lists at the end of december slash um in january so like either the last yeah. episode here in the uh in the year will be our um best of 2016 lists yeah and so i just need to play a bunch of games before then john yeah i agree and like uh, there's a few games that are still like on my thing and again i like whenever we talk about those a lot of times i just think back to like what did i have the most fun at and and that sort of thing and even if like so for example this year maybe this is this is giving a little i'll save it for that show i'll save it for that show i was about to tell you a great story stop it and uh and i'm not going to do it anymore chris so what's the next category best performance that's an award to an individual for voice over acting Motion and or performance capture. And uh, the nominees were Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay in Mafia 3, Sissy Jones as Delilah in Firewatch, Emily Ross, Ro- oh, sorry, Emily Rose as Elena in Uncharted 4 A Thief's End, Nolan North as Nathan, Nathan Drake in Uncharted 4 A Thief's End, Rich Summer as Henry in Firewatch, Troy Baker as Sam Drake in Uncharted 4 A Thief's End. The winner was Nolan North as Nathan Drake in Uncharted 4 A Thief's End. Nice. The next uh, next category, Games for Impact Award, is for a thought-provoking game with a profound pro-social meaning or message. I'm not really clear on that. There's, I mean, yeah. So Award shows are strange sometimes, Chris. The, uh, well, I mean, I, we can talk about this in a, for a second after, after yeah. Uh, the nominees were 1979 Revolution, Black Hood, That Dragon Cancer, Orwell, Sea Hero Quest. Now, literally, the only two that I like uh, had heard of 1979 Revolution, and I really like this was uh, one of those historically based games. is based on the uh, Iranian Revolution. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever the like current, like very, uh, um, is based. It was it went from a like a secular society to a very strict Islamic state society, and that's the that's the story that they're telling there. From like, and you follow like one person through this whole thing, and tell like the story. Like it's the you kind of dive into the social, um, political um, motivations and stuff like that. It was it, like I think that's what this is getting at. Like where it's a thought-provoking yeah. game with a profound pro-social meaning or message. I guess it's just well, kind of like analyzing things I in life. It, yeah, and I think about like this sounds more like uh, almost like what you'd consider like a book category, like where it's yeah. like, oh, this is a, the, yeah. you know, this this book it's it's ta- you know, you would you compare it to like, oh, this is talking about hard things and uh you know, that's serious yeah. subject matter, really heavy subject matter because the thing about like the one that I know in that list is uh, that dragon cancer. Oh yeah, so that's the winner, is dra- that dragon cancer. Yeah. And I think did we talk to Fulton about that? Yeah, we talked to Fultron about it. Yeah. And he was talking about how it was such a hard game to play, but it was also such a such a um, powerful game to play. Like I think he, you know, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I don't remember what episode that was to go back and listen to us talk to him about it, but yeah. it was sometime back in the summer. Um, and and uh, and so yeah, I think like honestly, it makes you, like so. I really would like. I I want. I want. I feel like I have to be in a certain mood to play games like this. Yeah, and so like. I want to play 
that Dragon Cancer, I want to play 1979 Revolution because whenever it came out, I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. They don't make many historically accurate, like, games that are trying to tell right. a history of something. Right. Which is super cool. Speaks yeah. directly to me. Yeah. And uh, my love of history. Um, well, we were talking... It makes I, me want to check out these other ones, too, to be like, what are these about? Right. Well, I mean, and I think, like, this this type of game falls into that same category that... What was the, the Vita game that you were playing... Um, oh, yeah. Um, a, a little while ago. It was whenever we reviewed The Walking Dead with Cody, and you were talking about how it was basically was about that? a guy in yeah. depression and, uh, and and how, you know, it was you thought it was leading up to... Um, suicide. Him, him committing suicide yeah. and, like, it, that sort of thing. So, I think this type of game, like you said, there's a there's a there's a time for like a mindset that you have to be in to right. play it and it's very rare that i i'm like oh let me let me dive into let me that deal with some hard subjects right well it's like <laughs> it's like it, it, even whenever i look at some of the uh the oscar movies or things like that like, oh, i love movies though that's I mean, different and but you know that there's going to be like a, a hard out like a two-hour time limit where it's like games yes. can last a lot longer exactly. they can be multiple days you know that sort of thing so it, it, a movie it's like well do i have two hours Right, and whereas a game, it's like, do I have three days? Exactly. I was gonna make, gonna make that same point. Like, I love Oscar season. I love movies that deal with all sorts of subjects. Like, honestly, like there's not really anything off limits in terms of like what subjects do we want to deal with here. I love right, documentaries. I love um, like films like uh, The Big Short. I love films like Spotlight. You know, like films that deal Both with. Both of hard those are subjects. on Netflix, by the way. If you haven't watched those, watch those. Yeah, they're fantastic. Oh, Two of the best movies of last year. My goodness. Um, I you know any subject. I'm up for it, but it's because it is because it's like a two, two and a half hour max. Yeah. Kind of like, unless you're watching uh, Ken Burns, the war or something like that, you know, <laughs> yeah. which I'm still all up for, you know, oh, that's great. just like more, but again, I don't watch that as often as I would go like, Hey, yeah. I'll, let's go watch spotlight. Right. I you mean, know? you don't just like, I, I feel like I'm not just sitting down to, to, you know, for, uh, for an evening in and watching Ken Burns, the war, you know? Right. I, uh, I feel like I, that's a, okay, well I'll watch a little bit now and then I'll watch the, you know, over lunch hours or something yeah. like that. Um, Actual sunlight. That's what I played. That's right. But the, the appealing thing about that was, is that it was only probably about a three, maybe four hour game. Yeah. Like it, it totally was a short, and I, I, I kind of knew that going in, so it was like, okay, this is a bite-sized experience. It's kind of like, you know, like kind of like you're saying, like you just yeah. sit down, and you play it for a little bit, and then you're done, you That's know? That's why I think like the, the nearest analog to this category would be like a, uh, like novels and things. Like I think about um, The Road, such a such an incredibly powerful book, also a really mm. intense, like you don't just read The Road. No. You know, you don't just sit down, oh, I'm going to... No, I need a dictionary. Exactly. Yeah, first of all, yeah, you're going to need a, you're gonna need a, your phone open with a dictionary app. Actually, I would, I would say <laughs> read it on a Kindle app where you can just tap on yes. the word and it defines it for you. Oh my gosh. That's genius, Chris. Mm -hmm. Anyway, everybody needs to read the road, <laughs> but set aside like like a day to yeah. read the road, like because I read it and I didn't anticipate like re I was suddenly down to read it one night and I had things to do the next day. <laughs> some light reading. Yeah, I had to th some things to do the next day. I didn't know what I was in for. Yeah, and as soon as I started, I was like, well. Not finishing, or I'm not not stopping until I'm done, right? You know, because like, I don't want this to drag on for another day. Man, and like so I, I literally read, read all night long and went to work the next day. <laughs> that is such a good book, dude. It's an amazing. So book. this is the thing. Mm. And I, granted, I like I'll say I haven't been like plugged into the the novel world as much recently, but like I feel like Girl on the Train was like the last like super popular good novel, but it's not even on like on the level of the road. Like what? Like why? Yeah. I'm sure there's something out there. Hey, if you guys are reading something and it's like a really good novel yeah. on the level of the road. Hit us up with it. Pulitzer Prize winning. Yeah, let's do it. 
Let us know. I mean, like, that's the thing. Yeah, I think you're right. But again, this is completely my experience, my, you know, anecdotal evidence of like, I, I don't know that I've had that much buzz around a book mm. that has been on that level mm-hmm. recently, you know? Yeah. Well, see, like, I pay attention. So whenever I, I love bookstores, so occasionally I'll just walk into one, random ones. Yeah. And I'm being dead serious. And I'll look at like, oh, the new and popular or like, you know, these are the ones that are bestsellers or whatever. Yep. I'm kind of like, I, I peruse them. So I'm kind of, I'm aware of what's out right now. I'm just kind of right. like, none of them feel like they're on that level. Yeah. Like, I mean, I could be wrong. Yeah. But like, I'm just kind of like, hmm, okay. Yeah. Like, well, and we also haven't had like the big, um, I, I guess, uh, young adult novel hits recently no. either. So I feel like, because like the last big one was uh, was Hunger The Hunger Games. Games. You know, because we had Harry Potter, we yeah. had uh, we had The Hunger Games, oh, we, had, we had Twilight, we had the Divergent series. Yeah, but it's like the last big one. The last big one was Hunger Games. So anyway. I feel the last one was Divergent. That was after Hunger Games, wasn't it? <sighs> I don't know. I'd have to look at the timeline. What's funny about that I, is I read that both of those whenever all of them were already out. <laughs> They've so. made all those movies. I, I saw the first two movies. Of the Diversion series, of the Diversion series, and now the the, the fourth movie, yeah, is uh, going to be a TV movie. Wait a second, it's not out yet. So uh, we were just talking. <laughs> Catherine and I were literally <laughs> no. while we were uh, we were we were out la- the like in Florida. I was like, did we miss it? Did we no. miss the last one? Because no. I knew they had split it into two. Yeah, right. And I know that we went to see in theaters. We went to see the uh, the part one of that last. Right. I think it was called Allegiant or something like that. Yeah. And uh, and and we went to see it, but like in the book, the last half of that last book mm-hmm. is like some really cool stuff. Like there's some really heavy things that they deal with, some really amazingly delivered things. Everything kind of comes, and but then like the movies really haven't been like that awesome. So like, let me blow your mind for a second. Yeah. So a couple months ago, a few months ago, it was in the middle of summer, sometime they announced that. Well, number one. Movies didn't make as much money as they wanted them to. They didn't perform as well in the box office. And especially the last one, it's just like what, abysmal performance. So they decided, all right, we're going to release it, but it's going to be a TV movie. But get this. No one really knows, and they haven't announced whether or not the other real actors are going to come back. Wait, so it might be a completely new cast? Because their contracts don't necessarily cover a TV movie. Oh, no. Oh no! There's okay. So plus, they might be too expensive. They're they're. So you might have to recast the <sighs> characters, or you just never get the movie. See, the, what's hilarious That's about what that? That's what I think is going to happen. Is the yeah? If that happens, that would be a dis- disappointing, but also like unsurprising because again, I I didn't realize that we hadn't seen it because I was right. like, we didn't see that, right? I was like, because that last scene, like, there's the last like where everything kind of ends in that book. I was like, I feel like. That I wanted to remember, like yeah. I, I would remember this if yeah. I'd seen a visual yeah. representation of it, and uh, and and I we were like, no, and we haven't seen it. It's probably we assumed that it was had already been released mm. and that it was just on DVD like, or Blu-ray, and we would just have to rent it. But this is mind-blowing news. Um, the cast was never what was wrong with those movies, though. Mm. The the translation from book to the writing of it and that sort of thing. Some I'm, of the cast was wrong. I'm not a, I'm not You're 100% huge, right that some of the cast was I'm wrong. I'm not a huge fan of the the lead actress. She did she did like okay. Like I think she she did she did good um in the yes, second Shailene one. Shailene Woody? Yeah, Woodley. Uh, Woodley, yeah. She did good in, in the second one uh and but in the third one she was kind of I've seen her some other things. So. She's kind of terrible. I think it's like hit hit or miss in my mind with with her performance, but then like a lot of the supporting cast was really good and yeah. really lovable. Yeah. And like so the casting was never really quite what was wrong with it. It was always like the writing 
you know yeah. whoever did the screenplay the writing yeah. you know for the translation even maybe the plot translation from the book to the the movie because it yeah, was see, like there's the some book, things so that were know. completely different we're way off course right now <laughs> yeah sorry about that back to the game <laughs> awards chris all right so uh we're I'm sorry on. you shattered shattered my uh my my brain for a second we're there. moving on to best independent game for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside the traditional publisher system. Hmm. That is a mouthful. Uh, the nominees were Firewatch, Hyperlight Drifter, Stardew Valley, The Witness, and Inside. This is where I feel like this is like this is the the most competitive field. We're talking yeah. about Firewatch, Hyperlight Drifter, Stardew Valley, The Witness, and Inside, all of which got <laughs> incredible buzz. And some of which, like, I mean... the. How do you compare those games to each other? Yeah, that's hard. Like, how do you compare something like The Witness to Inside? Or to Stardew Valley. Or Hyper Light Drifter. Yeah, that's, it's hard. Uh, the winner, Inside, by Playdead. Cool. cool. Uh, best mobile handheld game. This is for the best game playable on portable. Portable. Wait. Does, this is how I'm going to read it, how it's spelled on the website. This is the Game Awards website. For the best game playable on portables devices, Ooh. including mobile phones and dedicated gaming handhelds. It's those portables devices. It's not the most egregious misspelling I've seen, but it's kind of bad. <laughs> the nominees, Clash Royale, Fire Emblem Fates, Pokemon Go, Monster Hunter Generations, and wait, wait, Severed. Wait, wait. So mobile includes cell phone and like handhelds. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's it's gonna be Pokemon Go then. Well, the winners, yeah, obviously Pokemon Go. Okay. Because, I mean, like, everyone played that. But how is... So how are you not... Like, how do you not... I don't know how you, how you, how you nominate these. Like, I know. I mean, like, so... Clash Royale, Fire Emblem Fates, sure. Yeah. Monster Hunter Generations, yes. Yeah. Severed, yes. But, like, the weird one is Clash Royale to me. I mean, isn't that a cell phone game, right? I don't... Pretty know. sure it is. Yeah. Yeah. Best VR game for the best game experience playable in virtual reality. Yeah. The nominees are Arkham VR, or Batman Arkham VR, Eve Valkyrie, Res Infinite, Job Simulator, and Thumper. The winner was Res Infinite. Cool. Best action game for the best games in the action genre focused on combat. The nominees were Battlefield 1, Gears of War 4, Overwatch, Titanfall 2, and Doom. Some great games there. Man, it's like lots of, this is the year of the great FPS. Yeah. Uh, well, not even, also like Doom and Battlefield 1 and Overwatch FPS and Titanfall. I guess the only one that's not is Gears of War 4. Right. Winner was Doom. Which I mean, it had some fantastic stuff, and again, I want to play it before the end of the year. I also think it helps that like the uh, it was kind of a sleeper, like where they they didn't bring out the they didn't send out press copies, and so like all of a sudden, all at once, people were like, "Play Doom," yeah. and like where people just realized that it was good. Where yeah. it, up until that point, there was no real buzz about it. It was just kind of a grassroots thing after it came out. Best action adventure game. The best action adventure games. Combining comp, I should say game, combining combat with traversal and puzzle solving. Somebody likes their S's. Yeah, whoever, uh, whoever, everything plural. Whoever's editing no this page needed to. The nominees were on. Hitman, Hyperlate Drifter, Ratchet and Clank, Uncharted 4, Thief's End, and Dishonored 2. Winner is Dishonored 2, which is interesting. So, like, uh, both the only like kind of numbers we've gotten this year have been from UK, I think Game UK or something like that, where they've talked about. Um, how uh, sales for Call of Duty and Battlefield 1 and Dishonored 2, for sure, were all down according to pro their projections, like physical sales. We don't know about digital sales. Um, and so I like we're kind of left wondering, like, are sales of games down? I kind of doubt that because it seems like there's a lot of people playing games, a lot of people um, buying consoles, that type of thing. Yeah. But are they, are they buying them all digitally? Like, well, at yeah. some point, I, I, I hope that... 
that these platforms will start releasing like the sales numbers for digital platforms, or at least publishers will. Like I'm sure, like whenever they hit a milestone, they will. Like whenever um, uh, 2K, you know, sells what was it, 60 million copies or something of uh, yeah. GTA 5. Yeah. Uh, meaning there's like there's more people out there. Like people have multiple copies at this point. That's what yeah. that's what that means. Oh yeah. Um, that they uh. Like they'll release those numbers, but like something like, you know, Dishonored Two, they won't release their numbers it, unless they hit something. It's also strange to me. So Dishonored Two only came out a matter of like maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah, that's why they I mean. didn't send out review copies. Yeah, because it's Bethesda, and there was a big kerfuffle about this uh, around the games industry. And so, like, I'm just curious. Like, I mean, pretty much all the people voting probably played it, I guess. And then I mean, you'd, you you'd know. have to. I mean, that's what they do with like the. Um, usually like say with ground, I don't know how this works because this is kind of an independent thing. It's run, like it doesn't really have anything to do like with the industry as a whole, like one mm-hmm. of the Academy Awards, like you have to be a, a member and all that kind of stuff. Yep. Like this is a little different. Um, yeah. and, uh, but like you would assume like with the Academy Awards, if you are voting on these movies, they send out all the movies and it's up to you to, to go to, to watch yep. them or go see them and. If you don't, then you shouldn't really vote on it. Right is the well, idea. Well, and then sometimes, like with uh, with like Grammy voting, there's limits on like the number of categories that you can you can vote in right, as right. well. And so it's like, well, you can pick five from this section and you know that sort of thing. So I just I'm not sure how the ballots work for this. Uh, the next game, best role playing game, the best game. I'm going to make that singular. Designed for rich <laughs> player character customization and progression, both offline and online, including massively multiplayer. Mm. The nominees were Dark Souls Three. The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Blood and Wine, Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, World of Warcraft, Legion, Xenoblade Chronicles X. The winners, Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, Blood and Wine. Nice. Best fighting game for a game designed primarily around head-to-head combat. The nominees were Killer Instinct Season 3, King of Fighters 14, Street Fighter 5, and Pokémon Tournament. Yes. It's the... Uh... Tekken tournament, but with Pokemon. Hmm, interesting. Yep. Street Fighter V is the winner there. Best family game. Best game appropriate for family play, including toys to life, rhythm, music, dance, and other genres. Soon not to include Disney Infinity. The uh, nominees face. were Dragon Quest Builders, Lego Star Wars, The Force Awakens, Ratchet and Clank, Skylanders, Imaginators, and Pokemon Go. Oh, well, there you go. That's the winner immediately. <laughs> yes. Pokemon Go. Any category that Pokemon Go is nominated for, I will say they will probably win. Best strategy game. Best game focused on real-time or turn-based strategy gameplay. The nominees were Fire Emblem Fates, The Banner Saga 2, Total War, Warhammer, XCOM 2, and Civilization 6. I still say that they missed an opportunity with Total War, Warhammer from calling it Total Warhammer. Because it's, it's a combination of Total War and Warhammer series. Civilization Six is the winner. Best nice. sports racing game for traditional and non-traditional sports and racing games. The nominees were FIFA 17, mm-hmm. MLB The Show 16, NBA 2K 17, Forza Horizon 3, Woo-hoo. Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. Nice. Winner, Forza Horizon 3. Yeah, dude, so well-deserved. Oh, yeah, for sure. Man. Best multiplayer game for outstanding online multiplayer gameplay and design, including co-op and massively multiplayer experiences. Mm. Nominees, Battlefield 1, Gears of War 4, Overcooked, Rainbow Six Siege, Titanfall 2, and Overwatch. Overwatch, probably, When right? it was Overwatch. Yeah, clean it up. So these are f- fan sports. Uh, best esports player. The esports player judged to be the most outstanding performer in 2016, irrespective of game. 
Cold Zira was the winner of that. Nice. Congratulations. Runners up. up. Faker, Bayan, Hin, Wu, Infiltration, and Hungry Box. That they're Hungry Box, man. <laughs> hungry Box. <laughs> How can you not win with a name like Hungry Box? <laughs> I don't watch esports, as you can probably tell. Like, actually, I did watch some esports the other night. There's yeah. a new uh, esports uh, um, I on TBS News. I forget what it's called. The, there's a show on TBS that does esports. Is um, it like a reality weekly. show? Or no, it's, it's weekly. Oh, cool. Oh, I mean, obviously, it's, it's real. It's reality, but they're Wait. treating it like a sports like cool. kind of thing. That's good. Um, and they're all playing uh, Rainbow Six Siege, so that was a lot of fun. But I just don't That's know awesome. who's in the... The only ones that I know of are Rocket League players because I, I have watched a decent amount of like pro Rocket League stuff. So Best esports team. I have heard of some of these. The esports team organization judged to be the most outstanding for performance in 2016, irrespective of game. Uh, the nominees were SK Telecom T1, nice. Wings Gaming, SK Gaming. I've heard of them. Rocks Tigers and Cloud9. I've heard of them. Rock Cloud9 won. Nice. I actually uh, oh, because they're the most identifiable. At some point, um, at some point, we might uh, be able to have somebody that I know who is a uh, pro esports player. Let's do on it. the podcast. That would be lots fun. of questions for them. Be the best, best esports game, the esports game that has demonstrated creative and technical excellence in 2016 with the best gameplay, community support, and content updates. The nominees were. Counter-Strike, Global Offensive, Dota 2, League of Legends, Street Fighter V, and Overwatch. Ah, uh, let me guess. Overwatch? Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Trending Gamer. This is for a streamer, influencer, media member who has made an important impact in the industry in 2016. Last year's winner was Greg Miller. Awesome. This year, this year the nominees were Angry Joe Show, Danny O'Dwyer, Jack Septic Eye, Lyric, and Boogie twenty nine eighty eight, Boogie twenty nine eighty eight won. Nice. I actually but, uh, have have heard of all of them and know a little bit about three of them. <laughs> best fan creation far for fan created content such as mods, fan films, and other player content. The nominees were Brutal Doom sixty four and Enderal the Shards of Order. Enter all the shards of order. One most anticipated game. This is a weird category. So it's it's not a game that's out. No, most anticipated <laughs> game. Recognizing an upcoming game that has shown significant ambition and promise in moving the game medium forward must be announced and scheduled for release after December first, two thousand sixteen. <laughs> that's such a weird one. So Basically, weird. it's like Basically, it's who, like who's had the best marketing? Yeah, it's like who the at the Academy Awards is like best trailer. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the nominees were. God of War, The Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild, Horizon Zero Dawn, Mass Effect Andromeda, Red Dead Redemption 2. This is a completely worthless category. I agree. Winner, Legend of Zelda, Breath of the Wild. <laughs> what? How is that a game that has shown significant ambition and promises promise in moving the game moving forward? How does Zelda, Breath of the Wild, which we don't even know what it's about yet, move the game medium forward well like this is the thing think about this whenever you originally uh, like the from the first trailer of the division to where the division ended up it's like it's a completely different game and you think about like uh what is it um Oh, we've talked about No Man's Sky. Yeah. It's like most, it could be the most anticipated game in that sort of thing. And then it comes out, it's a completely different game than you think it is. Yep. yep. <laughs> so that's pretty much garbage award. <laughs> Overall, the the, uh, the game awards, they've gotten that's better. That's why you announce games as early as they have announced. Exactly, for that award. <laughs> they've, uh, they've been, they've been, um, they've progressively gotten better over time. The, like, I, we're talking about the actual award ceremony now. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, but I still like stand by like um, it's too long and like just with the Academy Awards and with the uh, Grammys and all of that, like Grammys makes more sense when you have performances, but like Academy Awards, you're just kind of like, okay, just get to the awards. I'm tired of all this like filler stuff. Yeah. And that's kind of how I feel, felt the like beginning and end of this. I'm just kind of like, eh, you know, yeah. like we're here for the games and, and like, I, I'm also still like I don't even think like there's you know you, you show you show trailers and stuff like that like I don't e- I don't even think we need any of that stuff like yeah. I don't necessarily think this is the time for announcements this is the time for celebrations right right you, you know you don't announce Tom Cruise's next movie <laughs> at the Academy Awards <laughs> just like you don't get, I feel like Chris though it's like it's the market for those two different award shows are like the the medium sure and maybe no one would I, but still we, we and that's have, that's why I think they they put it now like you talked about it being covered up by the other award shows but it's like I don't think it's really in the same market I think that they put it six months away from e3 I mean that's that's possible too <laughs> but like the like okay our our the video game industry has to mature past the point of well I'm not gonna watch yeah. this unless I see something new I don't disagree 100% Chris well I mean that's like as I don't watch this to see the new things I no. watch it to to appreciate the that's games I, that I've played I know. You that's, know? What, that's what I mean and so yeah. that's where I'm kind of like man just like get to the point like no one wants the rest of this fluff <laughs> like and and some of it's okay fluff like whenever he brought Kojima up oh, that was awesome. all that kind of stuff to give him the award from last year yeah and you're like that was that was all all fine and good but it's just like Okay, just get to what we're here for. Stop with all this. Like at least the at least in recent years with the um, Academy Awards, the the performances have all been like the Song of the Year nominees. So it's like okay, that's a good way to showcase these. Yeah, um, and uh, and and provide a break. But you know, you you spend. I, I'd like to time how much time we actually spend on awards. Mm. And how much time we spend with jokey jokes. Yeah, and even with the Grammys, I mean, even though like it is a medium based around like performance and based around like music, you, music that and they're short things, like so where it's not like right. a movie. You can't watch all of these movies while you're doing even the awards, but you can listen to those songs as you're well, you doing can listen, it. Yeah, and like well, so like with that, what what is uh, strange? Like I don't mind like hey, here's a couple of the nominees, right? Or maybe the who you think is going to, I don't know how, you know, it gets weird whenever you some like, like favorites the of yeah, the favorites of, of the community, not necessarily the voting public, but it's whenever they get into like, okay, here's a, uh, here's a six artists and we're slamming them all together, playing yeah. an entirely different artist oh, song yeah. that we're honoring. And it's like, Oh my gosh. Guys. Yes. Those, that's where it gets kind of interesting and really like, very it's strange. Pharrell and Lady Gaga and yeah. Billy Joel. Well, it's like and every every one of those people you're <laughs> together. Like, you're like, yeah, I like all of these people kind Sing, of individually singing but, a Brian Wilson song, and it's like, oh man, guys, it's like this it is, should never be done. It's like cake is wonderful, tacos is wonderful, <laughs> taco cake. Mm. Like think about icing on your taco, man. I don't want to icing jalapenos. Nope. All right, mm. we're gonna move on. That's the news. All right, John. Yeah. How much time do we have left? Uh, well, we are 50 minutes into this thing, it looks like. We have a hard break. We do have a hard break. At 60 minutes. Okay. I'm lying. We don't. <laughs> but I was like, I was waiting for the explanation as to why. Actually, I, I do, I do kind of want to, I'm going to take a drink of water. Okay. Because I've been talking a lot. That's very true. I've been drinking this water. I've been going to town all over this water. And you've been, while you've been reading, and it's just, yeah, I've, I've drunk half this thing. I haven't, however, had another... Uh, I've drank half of it, too. Every flavored bean you caught up fast. <laughs> Congratulations. I could have took the whole thing, but I was like, ah, <laughs> that feels like a bad idea. <laughs> that feels like we might have to break for, uh, for the restroom. 
But yeah, I haven't had another every flavor bean. I have a feeling that I don't really want to. No, do I don't. Them. I don't want any of those, John. Um, I am gonna, however, think about sneaking them into someone else's oh. regular. <laughs> no, you do that to oh, me. Oh man, I love that they like they have like different multiple flavors that are red because like generally in like a normal box of uh, of jelly beans, you reach for the red ones because you know they're gonna be good, right? I mean, I don't know if that's a general like I don't behavior know. of people. <laughs> that's what I do. Anyway, <laughs> so, so they make the red ones. They have like multiple flavors that are indistinguishable from each other by looks, so that you're probably going to get a gross one with a red one. Ugh. I don't know, man. It's just like, awesome. It's like blood blister. <laughs> I love it. I love in the uh, in the Harry Potter movies whenever he's in the hospital and he offers uh, like Dumbledore is holding the uh, I think it's after the Chamber of Secrets. Dumbledore is holding the box and he says, "The last time I had one of these, you know, I got a uh, I got a a, a, a bogey one, it's like a boogie a booger." And uh, and he pulls another one. And he goes, "Ah, vomit." it's just wonderful anyway so chris titanfall 2 titanfall 2 so john man i dove into this this past weekend and did you do it on the hardest difficulty as discussed master difficulty oh man the hardest difficulty uh full transparency here still have not beaten the last boss i've spent about two hours on him at this point it's funny i played it on hard so i played it two uh, one level of difficulty below one level or yeah. Was it two? Uh, I don't remember, man. I can't remember either. I know it was one. Like there's normal, then there's the one that I played it on, and then somewhere up above that, there's master. I feel like the, <sighs> there might be two. Yeah, I feel like there's two. I think there's two. I think there's two achievements that are difficulty related that I haven't gotten for finishing the campaign on this difficulty and this difficulty. Well, there's normal. I, so the achievement achievement wise, I did look that up. There's normal, hard, and master. Okay. So I think it's Master that I haven't gotten. There's just the one then. Yeah, so that's what I played it on. And honestly, like, it wasn't really that hard. Like, I mean, I'm used to playing Call of Duty on veteran difficulty every year. And yeah. so, like, it was it was about the same. Like, honestly, I, f- I feel like Call of Duty has been worse in the past in terms of, like, having to reset. But the boss fights were were difficult. Like, I th- like the first one I restarted once. Yeah. The second one I restarted maybe... Uh, once as well. Mm. The one that gave me the most trouble was the uh, the the. I forget who you're going up against. Is it Ash with the sword? Oh yeah, like she has a sword. Uh, I think it is Ash. So sure. yeah, like so, like that one was just like a nightmare. And honestly, it wasn't because of the Titan. It was because that map. Like, you just yeah. get hung up on everything. Yeah, yeah. So that was the only one that I had to restart, and then the last one I restarted, like, three times. Um, on yeah, hard so now I'm on the last one, and, it like, this guy just, he just is in the air the entire well, time. Well, and you're really exposed, and then, like, the the, uh, the terrain changes as far as the cover goes, the yeah. cover dynamic goes. The funny thing, so just speaking globally about, like, the game, like, the funny thing that I found was I wanted to be out of the Titan. Yeah. way more than I anticipated. Like I just, I, like over the course, there were options. There were mm-hmm. times where it would like put you in a sandbox and it's like, you can either be out of your Titan or you can be in your Titan. It's like, well, there's probably more protection in my Titan, but I had more fun outside of it. Mm. And I'm not sure if that's just because it's like more of a traditional shooter whenever you're in the Titan. Cause you can't really jump. You can dash, but you can't really jump or, or crouch behind things. Mm-hmm. Or I mean, whatever the, the dynamic is, um, it's, it's kind of a little bit more, straightforward that way i mean i really yeah like let's talk about that for a second so we're gonna we're gonna talk about the game now we're gonna spoil some stuff like yeah like let's just jump right into spoilers yeah we'll 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 just make the entire conversation kind of like play it hey spoiler spoiler but like we're not there's not necessarily um i'm spoiling spoiling everything oh you're gonna spoil everything so okay 
go like play this game. Yeah. If you like first person shooters, yeah. Call of Duty, Battlefield, like the first Titanfall, definitely play this game. Oh yeah. Like the story's great. The uh, gameplay feels great. Agreed. 100%. Now we're, now we're diving in. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I didn't mind being in the Titan. Right. Because like I like, but I like, and I liked how they gave you reasons for being separated from your Titan, like story wise. I appreciate that. This is why I'm just doing this all spoiler because yeah. I feel like we're having to talk about this. Well, again. I mean, you're gonna have, like dancing around the gameplay, like yeah. you can't do it. You so know? like, uh, because it didn't feel hokey. It didn't feel like, oh, I'm gonna drop you off and you're gonna do this. Because I was always wondering, well, like, why am I just not in my Titan? Okay, this makes sense now. Like there was like maybe one time whenever it didn't necessarily make sense. I'm like, why? Did you separate from me? I don't understand. He's like, meet you on the other side. I'm like, <laughs> and I, I tell him not to make take any shortcuts or whatever. I'm just like, why? I don't. What? <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, yeah. And so, uh, th- like, there's there's one time like that, but the rest of the time where it's like, okay, this actually makes sense, right? And I actually really like the the progression that you go through, like unlocking the different titans. Yeah. And well, you it's essentially abilities. It, it feels very um, feels very like uh, I guess. Mega Man esque in a way, but I've never really finished the Mega Man games. But I know that the the, the uh, there are other games that borrow the same mechanic. If you beat a boss, you take their loadout. Yeah, and so like it's very and it wasn't much like necessarily that. like that. It was like you find their loadout in the next level, so That's you could pass it up if you needed to. That's or right. If you, if you I missed one on really? my first playthrough. And you, I had to go back. Miss? I missed Ion, um, and it, I think it was yeah. because it was one of those times where I chose to be on foot. Uh huh. And I missed it completely. Yeah, I remember where that was at. That was, uh, yeah, because like it, and, and that was the thing, because like I got out of the Titan once, and they don't show up on your HUD. Like when you're in the Titan, they show up blue, mm-hmm. like with a blue outline. They don't show up like that if you're outside the Titan, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, like I, I really actually liked, like, I, I was happy whenever I was in the Titan, but it was yeah. like, uh, I was happy when I was out as well. Like, but there were sometimes, like, in the, uh, we'll talk about this in a second, as like, a cool thing, but in the arena, I was like, really wish I was like, man, I wish I was in my Titan right now. Yeah, like I wish I could just play play with this Titan. Um, the 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 gameplay, fantastic, feels great. Like I I you know I always have to do some kind of adjustments to the sensitivity and all that kind of stuff, and like they give you ample controls for that, which is nice. Yeah, um, the, everything feels really good. Wall running, it feels good. Like the the actual combat feels great. The guns feel great. Um, even the, the the weird Titan guns, like lasers and stuff like that, feel good. Yeah, and even the uh, at one point you get like a, a special weapon that's like a, a charge weapon. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, where you're using it for some of the platforming elements, but you yep. can also take out some of the uh, robotic enemies and things yep. with it. And that one felt really u- unique yeah. and fun as well. And I really liked like they, they like for master difficulty. You know, like uh, they, these environments are pretty wide open. Like, and I liked that. Like they give you. Um, they give you enough space to choose how you approach situations. Right. And it's not that they're not, they're still not in control of the situation. It's that the level design just allows for more options, which is really cool. You yeah. know? Um, and so like my default was usually, um, I, I always had like an assault rifle, but then I would choose like, okay, do I need like a, a big rocket launcher to take out some of these robotic things? Or do I need like a, uh, a sniper rifle so I can right. take out like a bunch of people before I even get there? Um, or a shotgun, you know, whenever I'm going through some of these tight spaces, you know, like they, right. they were really good about giving you the options because you, you didn't have to use any of the, If you just wanted to use, you know, the assault rifle, you could. Yeah, you could just stick with the same gun the entire time yeah. if you really wanted to. Um, and it just depended on how you want to, one or two uh, approach the situations. And obviously playing on master difficulty, like I chose the sniper rifle as much as I could, but then sometimes right. I really needed that shotgun to like kill people immediately, you know, like, and there's a, one of the guns that was really my favorite is like an automatic shotgun with a very like narrow 
radius, shot radius. Yep. Oh man, that was fantastic. Yeah. So there was uh there were my favorite things because I played on a lower difficulty. My favorite things were usually close up because yeah. I would my main strategy throughout most of the game was like go invisible, get behind them, wipe everyone out. Yeah. And it was like, you know, and so like I'm not playing long range, I'm playing up close, I'm meleeing and I'm using the shotgun. And so I used a yeah. shotgun a lot of times. I really appreciated some of the SMGs and things. And that just goes to show you that you can play two vastly different ways and it get, comes off the same way. Yeah, master difficulty there you can't melee. I'm sure. Basically, uh, you're going to get shot right for you. Or even if they, like, sometimes they just got kicked right in the face. And yeah. And it was like, okay, well, I'm dead. Um, <laughs> so that was a little, you know, you just have to, you just have to play differently. And I yeah. like, I, I enjoy a challenge. And I'm just kind of like, well, I'll play it on. When I go back through and finish getting all the collectibles, a couple of the, t- the levels, I, I missed like one helmet or something like that. Right. Most of them were like right in your path. Yeah. And then especially like early on, I think there was only one level that I missed like two. Yeah. And it was like I had to go back and get those. But other than that, I pretty much got them all. Yeah. Um, and as long as you kept your eyes out for the the, the shimmering blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, which is nice. I mean, I like collectibles, but I also – and I think the, the key to these, it wasn't like how – Hard they were to find, it was how hard they were to get to. Yeah. You know, like some of them weren't in the direct path. They was like, okay, well, how do I get into that room? They definitely or felt like up there. They definitely felt like the idea behind them was like uh, Mario 64-esque, where it's yeah. like, oh, there's a star up there. How in the world do I get it? Yeah. And then it was the, it, once you figure it out, you're like, oh, and then you're like, well, okay, like I just need to practice this until I get yeah, there. Yeah, there's only a couple where like I went out of my way looking for them, like where I just like, scoured the entire environment. Um, making sure I didn't miss any, and yeah. like so, I don't know. Like I, I went back and forth on like whether or not, you know, to do that or not. Like, do I just enjoy this for what it is, or because playing a master difficulty, like if I want to like go explore part of the map, <laughs> yeah. like that's a big feat. It's a know? dangerous thing. Um, we'll talk about the the story for a second, man. Like the story was great. Like I yeah. loved. Like it was it was kind of broke up in, into some parts, but like. Once you start exploring that like broken down like facility that the accident happened at, that's right. That's whenever like the story changes. And you're like, whoa, this is like way more sci-fi than like I was expecting. And this isn't just a first person, regular first person shooter. They're telling a larger story here with some really cool mechanics. Yeah. Um, especially with the jumping back and forth in time. Oh yeah. Like, I know that this is not the first game to do it, and this no. is not the the uh, most you know like probably even the most clever way to do yeah, it. It's not the most sophisticated way sophisticated to do it. Sophisticated is better. Yeah, yeah. But like, man, it was so cool cuz like and they and they did it right where like they kept you jumping back and forth where constantly, yeah. Well, the, okay, well, like, you know, there's robots coming at you in the uh, future or in the past. Okay, yeah. switch over to the future. There's literally monsters right there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay, switch back over. So you're like constantly switching back and forth, yeah. killing people as you do, kind of like trying to get to where you need to get without having to like take out everybody. Yeah, the most um, frantic situations were whenever there was no good option. Right. And you're just like constantly going, okay, got as far as I can get here, flip, you know, okay, yep. okay got as far as I can get here. And you like gradually kind of work your way forward in that way, um, which was, which was unique frantic man like and, i just remember panicking you flip and it's like oh there's somebody right in front of me and then you flip again and you're like oh this was a bad option too or even the platforming whenever that you guys right. back and forth during the platforming that was really really cool and i love that 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 level specifically built up to such a precipice and then at the end the final thing that you have to do is jump down a tube mm-hmm. and flash back and forth so you don't like die on mm-hmm. in this tube uh because of these like rays and and lasers and things there's these laser beams and then there's these fans yeah and it's like that was just such a cool way to finish that level where it's yeah. like okay here's everything you've learned now use it in one 
two second moment right. or whatever. Well, you and, know. Well, that wasn't even the end of the level. Like the fun part, like you get back in your Titan, you do some stuff, and then everything like freezes, oh, and you go right. and jump up and scan the. Um, whatever it was called, the arc. Yeah. Um, and you get like super close, but everything's like frozen. <laughs> like, it, oh, it was just so cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, there's these particles flying everywhere. There's these, these titans, like robots doing these things. Explosions and, like, and stuff. I mean, it's yeah, crazy. And, like, plat- platform up there. And that was one of my favorite things. Like, Titanfall is different from even Call of Duty. Like, Call of Duty, whenever they added verticality to it and the jumping, they, I, I haven't played the new Infinite Warfare, so I don't know, but like, they um, didn't really add any kind of like new different platforming uh, requirements to the mm. game. It was more like, well, you can jump up higher into this window and like you can get a different vantage point. So like there's some verticality that way, but yeah. it wasn't platforming. And this has a lot of platforming in it. And I love it, dude. Sometimes like entire sections of the game, like where you don't see an enemy and it's yeah. literally just about the platforming, which mm-hmm. I found really unique and cool and more like realistic to what would actually happen. It's like, oh, well, this is an abandoned facility. Sure, you're going to run into some like security robots and things. Mm-hmm. But for the for a long portions of time, you're just going to be trying to figure out how do I get from here to there? Well, and, you like, know? And, they, and they increase it over time. Like they start out and it's like, well, these are they don't even give you double jump right away. Right. You know, and, and you get double jump and like they give you harder and harder platforming puzzles to figure out and eventually you're moving cranes so that you can run over here and like this is you know like flashing back and forth in time so you can do this and then like the the one like by the time you hit there's a there's a facility you go into where it's like deep underground and there are these big um fans that you turn on and off with that like gun that you're talking about yeah the energy and, the arc weapon and you go back you get back to the to the facility or whatever after like using the arc weapon and like doing these all these fan things and like going all through this whole thing yeah and the and fans then, like blow you and you have to figure yeah. out okay so what what series of uh of walls do i need to have activated so i right. get blown into the right door yes you know? exactly <laughs> and uh, and so like you're i was kind of rushing through that part part anyway because it was like i just want to get out of here yeah and like all this kind of stuff's happening and they were they gave you like the sense of urgency kind of because they were like you know you're trying to get back to send this signal and um and then so you go through like the last sequence where you like bounce off of like five different walls and you've hit like you know six different triggers trying to like turn on different things and then you get back and everyone's like oh man that was amazing i can't believe it you know like yep superhuman you're like man you're awesome i'm like I feel super cool right now. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like it gives you a really good like. Just everyone's just praising you. Yeah, and and it's because like you actually did something. Like in a Call of Duty, it's like, well, you just got through this level, and I was like, thank you, sir, man. We yeah. would have you just died killed for a you. thousand NPCs or whatever. You know, thanks, Master Chief. You're so awesome. It's like, okay, cool. Like I maybe I deserve that, but yeah, uh, this actually feels like. I actually did something because yeah. they're not talking about like, well, you saved us. It's like they're talking about how cool you are for like just doing what you just did and jumping through all yeah. those like for uh, being good at a video game. Things. Yeah, for being know? good at a video game. Rather and, than just like rather <laughs> than just like in a Halo game or like in a uh, in a Call of Duty, like you literally. Oh, I just I just worked my way yeah, through. Pull the trigger. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm just like aim down the sights, pull the trigger, and like you get there. Like rather than meeting the bare requirements, you yeah. did this and you did it with style. Yeah. Like because you have to hit the right sequence of events. And I will say that like there's a really good um, for the most part there's a, they uh, there's a really good sense of of place and. Um, the physical world whenever you're on here. Now, whenever you go between planets, um, they kind of all feel kind of the same. Yeah. But the, like, you know, whenever you're like, okay, well, I'm going over here for this, and, like, that's still over there. I can still see it. And, like, you or you wake, make your way through a facility. You still have an idea. Like, you'll wrap around, and like, oh, well, right. I'm right beside 
my Titan who's stuck on the other side of this door. I understand where I'm at now. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's, kind of, it's really cool level design. Definitely. And it orientates you a little bit better than, like, some of the, the moments in, like, you. yeah. Sorry. Uh, Bear Girls from Man vs. Wild says orientates. Why and does so he say orientate? I don't know. It might be It might be a British thing. I don't know. That's um, so weird. It's very strange. Anyway, so it, it orients you in such a cool way where, like, you know where your Titan's at most of the time, even yeah. whenever you're not with them. But then... It gets there better than something like Gears of War uh, did, ah, yeah. where it's like that had ma- massive jumps where you're like, wait, why where are we here? I? How did we get here? Yeah. Where is this in relation even, to that? Well, even whenever it looped back around on itself, like Titanfall did that better. Right. Like where you looped back around on, on yourself and you go back through something. Definitely, something like definitely. Yeah. Um, and then so like the thing I'll say about the story, they took what was an interesting world from Titanfall 1 mm-hmm. and uh, and put a personality into it. Like with the, with the main characters of the Titan and the pilot, it really takes what was lacking from the, the first game. Like you had no identity in the first game. You were just a, a random scrub pilot that was just out there trying to yeah. distract the enemy while other people did the important work. Right. Whereas in this you do you're making the important work and, and the the friendship that you get with the Titan, it yeah. feels natural and it, it feels like, hey, these two characters, the banter, and I have a say in what my how my character responds to this, which yeah. was cool. Yeah, that was um, really cool. I like yeah. yeah, I liked the player choice, even though it has no no like <laughs> Effect on the actual like end result, like it did feel, make you feel like, hey, this is my personalized experience, right? Know? And I liked how they incorporated the uh, the story from the first game. You know, like they talked about the Battle of Demeter and like yep. some of these other things that like you actually fought in um, in the first game. And so like Definitely. that was that was cool. Uh, and I, even though the story is cliche, where it's like, well, this is the rookie who doesn't know what he's doing. <laughs> and, you know, he's not really a pilot, but like we let him do it anyway. Yeah, and that kind of thing. Yeah, boy, BT, if we didn't like you so much, we wouldn't, you know. <laughs> well, I'm, you know, this, this guy, kid, to be honest, next ship home. It's like, okay, yeah. really? Um, <laughs> even though that's super cliche, yeah. I actually liked it. You yeah. know, like, it was really cool. Like, it was it was fun. It worked. And, and I mean, it, it's it's nothing that you are going to, you know, think about. If you separate the gameplay from the story, it's not yeah. a story that you're going to be like, let me tell my children about this story. <laughs> you know, right. it's not like that. But it is something that, hey, it gives you a reason and it works at the time. Yeah. <laughs> so how far am I from the end? Um, you, you the last boss. You have uh, the last boss, one little moment, and yeah, then the end, the end basically. Okay. Uh, one little more gameplay kind of esque moment, uh, okay. and then the end. And and that little last gameplay, I'm excited for you to get there um, because there is something that we could we could talk about a little bit mm. with that. Um, and and it's just like it's just a cool thing that happens. Yeah. Um. So. As far as this game goes, like, are there any negatives like that you can think of it? The only negative that I can think of in my brain right now is some of the uh, the vastness of the world and the vastness of the map can feel a little bit empty sometimes, but I think that was on purpose. And like I said, it gives you room to platform. And yeah. so I don't know that it truly is a negative, yeah. but it is, you know, it just is worth Yeah, it, like it did feel empty. It, again, I, I, I agree. I don't know if that's a negative because like what I compared some of the beginning to uh, was Crisis. Yeah. And Crisis was overpopulated in terms mm. of enemies mm-hmm. because it was like around every corner. You're like, why are you doing standing here? It's like, like, you know, no person in their right mind would stand under that tree. Right. And, <laughs> and so uh, I, I feel like it made sense for, for what it was. It was some of the facilities. Were, but again, they were robotic facilities. Oh, it was something we didn't talk about. Like I love the fact. Oh, dude! Of, like the the facility where they were building, like they you're, were building you're, settlements. You're well, they're building like what he's like. Well, these are aren't real. They're not. They're surely not building houses. You know, it's like you're on this conveyor belt and you're building this whole thing. And 
like along the way, you don't realize they're building the level you're about to fight in. Yeah, the arena, and then like the way that they bring it in. Well, and then and, like you uh, run up whenever it's it's not uh, it's on its side, and you're yes, platforming yes, across the sides of buildings. And my my goodness, like it's it's. I remember sitting there going, "I am dizzy looking at this." Yeah, like for like I can't orient myself as far as like what's up, what's down. It took me a second to be like, "Okay, what am I jumping on right now? Like, what is yeah, what is am I am I actually doing?" Yeah. And it reminds me of whenever I was we were, we were kids, and maybe everyone out there had the same exact situation, but like or the same thing that you did. But I feel like maybe not as well. But we used to like we used to have the hand mirrors, oh yeah, right, yeah. and we used to uh-huh. hold them out in front of us uh-huh. and look at them like so you're looking at the ceiling, right? And we'd be like, oh, I'm walking on the ceiling, yeah, you know, stepping just, over things, yeah, that were and on like the you're ceiling. stepping over the door, thing. and I uh-huh. felt like that. It felt like yeah. what if what if you just woke up and the entire world was on its side. And right. it's like, what is just the weirdness of that? You yeah. know, yeah, or like was, fun houses and things. It was super cool. And, and then, so like, not only is that a good platforming like level for that, but then you turn into this arena and it's like, this is amazing. Yeah. Like what in the world? Yeah. Um, that was a little harder to master difficulty. Whenever like the hole opens up and it says, get out. Yeah. Uh, I died like probably five or six times there. Yeah, because like the hole opens up and it says get out, but there's still like a wall of baddies that it's you have to take these, out. Yes, you know? well, like it's and still all these enemies and like there's no way uh, I was basically like if you pop your head up, you know, even across the map, you get shot twice, you're dead. Yeah, like you'll get hit once and you're like you're almost like you're like seconds away from it's, being dead. It's beet red the uh-huh. screen, yeah, and and gray, <laughs> and uh, if you. Uh, Pop out another time, so like it's hard to get a shot off. And even if you do, you're gonna spend half an hour shooting all these guys, and then you're gonna get killed and have so to do it a, all over again. It's a go cloak and hope they don't see you. Yep, it was it was um, I uh, I distracted them on one side of the map, and then went to the center and got a bunch of guys coming at me from the center. Yeah, and then went to the other side of the map and um, cloaked, moved, hid right underneath the the steps. Yeah. Wait till my cloak comes back. Almost get caught by a robot <laughs> oh, who comes around the corner. Yeah. Cloak again and run through the hallway and be sh- getting shot in the back because I'm running down the hallway. Yeah, <laughs> dude, amazing. And that's the thing. Like, I love, I love the fact that like there were those moments. I will say, pl- like, if you if you haven't played this yet, play it on a harder difficulty than normal because I really feel like the difficulty I played it on felt right to me, and I could have played it higher. Like, that's the thing yeah. is, I could have played it a little bit higher. The one I was on felt right, where uh, right in that sweet spot where it wasn't too easy. But if it was any easier, it would have been really easy. Yeah, um, and, and and you know it's not enough of a story to where you just want to blow through it because it's really yeah. fun. Oh yeah, it's really fun gameplay. Yeah, and like this is why I play first person shooters for really fun gameplay. Right. And I, I've even played crappy first person shooters <laughs> before. Not not and they have terrible <laughs> stories, but because the gameplay was was good, and yeah, so um, that's that's what I really appreciate about this game. They really like. It's so varied, and by the time you get done with one thing, you move on to the other. I feel like that's kind of like what game designers are doing right now. We talked about the Gears of War, mm. where they they switched it up whenever they needed to. Yeah, I really liked it. I, was, uh, I think I mentioned on uh, maybe a previous show where they uh, I was reading with a interview with the developers and they were talking yeah. about how like they had an idea of like okay so let's just talk about what's what's the different types of things that we could do and yeah. then there would be people that took these ideas and they would say okay so build that out do everything you can with that idea and yeah. that's a chapter and so like you have these different distinct chapters yeah. where they never really like go back to the world switching thing and they yeah. never really go back to these other things but it's like it's a it's a short piece of the game and yeah. it feels great and it leaves you wanting more 
so we've talked about the multiplayer and um, the one thing I will say there where I, I feel like I still like the original Titanfall multiplayer better. Um, it's, this is different. Like, it's not the same. Yeah. And it's different. Like, this feels more, it's, it's more pilot based, based like how we're talking about, like in the campaign, a lot of times you just want to be out of the Titan. Yeah. Um, and that's, I guess, my biggest complaint with the, uh, the, the multiplayer suite. The Titans feel really underpowered. No some matter them, which one you have. Yeah, some of them feel like some of them feel underpowered in s- such like it's like, well, why would I ever decide to use this one? Right. Um, and then there's other ones where you're like, okay, this one feels balanced, and and but none of them really feel like the one, you know. And I, yeah. I think the, the the balancing there because they have five different ones, balancing those with each other, it's not the same as balancing gun to gun, like with a with a pilot or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's. Because it's there, there are multiple powers. There are multiple things that you have to really keep, keep in mind, mm-hmm. and so I, I don't know. There's very specific reasons that you would use each one, but I don't know. I'm, I'm right there with you. Where it's like, man, whenever I call it, called in my Titan on the first one, I was like, okay, I'm now the game begins. Yeah. You know, where it's like, even if there's three other Titans out there, you're like, I can do this. Yeah. Whereas this one, it's like, man, I, you know, this is not going to turn the tide. Yeah. You know, this isn't going to help me. Right. Necessarily. And and the other thing was like I. I like some of the tools that you had, like the abilities in the first game better. You know, like the the knife you throw that's like this like sonar kind of thing, that's okay, but it's nothing compared to like the the radar see-through walls right. in the first one, you know? Right. And so um, because of that, I'm going to bump it down a notch mm. for my score. Yeah. So I'm going to give this an 8.5. Yeah. If the multiplayer had like been better, in my opinion, like I think it's it's great. Yeah, it's fine. It's 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 a really good multi- multiplayer suite. Yeah. Like it's it's got a lot of modes. It's got a lot of v- like variety. Where it's like once you get bored of one thing, you yeah. can hop into another thing. But yeah, it's like from the moment to moment stuff, especially whenever there's titans on the field. Yeah, you're just kind of like ah, you know, it's it's not as cool as the first one. So yeah. I'm right there with you. It's like, I, I if this was the first game, like yeah. if this was the Titanfall 1, right? If Titanfall right. 1 didn't exist as it was, um, this would be amazing, right? Well, I don't know that, I don't, yeah. Well, but because so, I know how so that, good that, that, it could be. That puts me in a dilemma where it's like, well, should this go ahead and be a nine? Just because like, if, if it was staying apart from the first one, would I expect this? Yeah, but no, no game exists in a vacuum, you know. Yeah, and I think that's that, true. I think just in general, like because we know how good it could be. Yeah, and you know, it's it's fun. It's it's unique. Like I, I would say the multiplayer and both Titanfalls was unique. Yeah, and I really uh, I really enjoy them. Um, but I would say that this one's probably an eight point five. I think we ranked the first Titanfall an eight point five too. Yeah, uh, which was, was just interesting. Uh, yeah. but because that's that was what because I would. Of, that was because of the lack of uh, of single player. <laughs> exactly. You know? so, um, so it all evens out in the end. Yeah, it all evens out. <laughs> 8.5. That's what I'm 8, 8.5 is what I would go with as well, man. And, and that's the thing, like like you said, I would go with a 9 if it, if it was all, you know, if it was the multiplayer was Everything basically the exact same as the first one. But uh, but again, you make these changes. And I do like some of the new tools in the multiplayer too, like the grappling hook is really cool. Yeah. There's a lot of cool tweaks. Yeah. A lot of lot more unlockables, a lot more variety, but... I give them props for not making the same game again. Yeah. You know, like, sure, it, it has all the trappings of Titanfall the platforming and yeah. wall running and some of the abilities, Titans, that type of thing. Yeah. But this is not the same game. No. And it doesn't feel like the same game, which is crazy because it's from the same developer. Right. And that's, like, super impressive. Um, I Like, this may have been, like, what they were going for the first time. Um, but, you know, who knows? Yeah. I mean, each game is, is what it is. Um, Has to stand on its own, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, 8.5. Well, that's it for this week. This has been a long episode. Next week, we're reviewing Star Wars Rogue One. We're staying up late 
on Thursday night to review that for you. I will, uh, Chris, I will have caffeine. What, what is your choice of caffeine next Red week? Red Bull. Red Bull? You want me to get a couple Red Bulls for you? Four Red Bulls. Four Red <laughs> Are you going to pound some Red Bulls <laughs> before we do this? Pound some Red Woo. Bulls. Um, <laughs> but no, it's cheaper uh, to buy in four. Oh, okay. Than individually. It's How like, much cheaper? Well, it's like it's like three fifty for one, or like ten dollars for four. Wow! So it's like a dollar per. At least whenever last time I priced out Red Bulls. <laughs> I just imagine you being like, "What's the price of Red Bulls right now? What least, kind of deals can I get on Red Bull?" I mean, sometimes at the gas station, yeah. maybe they're like a dollar fifty a piece. Like it's like two for three dollars or something. So maybe that's the same price. You know, that's, that's actually cheaper. That actually, what yeah. I'm describing. And that's probably anyway. where I would get them. Is probably I'll just I'll make sure between now and, and next, okay. week, I'll pick up a couple of Red Bulls. At okay. least two. At least two. Red yeah, Bulls. at least two. That's um, I need. And uh, and I will have uh, I will have have a steady stream of espresso for me. Mm. Espresso drink. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I'm not a big we'll, coffee we'll guy. Like there. I want to be a big coffee guy, but I'm just not a big coffee guy to the extent that even in the morning, like I would rather drink a Red Bull or some kind of like energy drink, like <laughs> yeah, ca- caffeinated, carbonated drink yeah. than coffee. Have you ever had coffee soda? Yes. I don't like it. Don't like it? No. See, I feel like I like it a lot. But it's like it's it's a hot weather drink where it's hot outside, yeah. coffee soda. True. I mean, see, I like, I like frappuccinos a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> but, see, those, but that has as much calories and as right. much sugar than oh, yeah. soda. Oh, yeah. So it's like, so well, you might as I, well. Yeah, I might as well just have a soda, which is what yeah. I really want. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, <laughs> the thing about, like... Coffee drinks is not necessarily the uh, the the caffeine that's in it necessarily, but yeah. it's like it's the flavor. I just love the flavor. And if you don't like the I flavor of coffee, no, I do. I'll tell you whenever I like it. I like it like uh, in the middle of the day as like a pick me up. Yeah, that's like whenever a, I actually like, like it. Like a three o'clock or, or two o'clock, like after lunch and you're back at work. You're yeah, like, oh, yeah. let's go grab some coffee. Exactly. Like By three the way, o'clock, that's about the time I, I start wanting some kind of like coffee. We were in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like just because we flew into St. Louis from Nashville to St. Louis, and uh, we were there, and we we uh, I ran in, in Forest Park, and then I, we got some coffee at I'm gonna just gonna find out the name of this place real quick, but it's like uh, and it was delicious. I got a cappuccino there; it was amazing. Those some of the best like smooth cappuccino that I've had. Um, it, Comet Coffee. So if you're in the St. Louis area, go to Comet Coffee. Um, All right. Yeah. Awesome. Anyway, <laughs> Coffee Cast. You can find us online at StayInTargetPodcast.com, on Twitter at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StayInTargetPod. Please review us on your podcast service of choice. Tell your friends about us. Listen to us every week. Oh, yeah. That's about it. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay Stay on on Target. Target.